Welcome to Famous One-Liners of History, the podcast where we discuss and analyze some of our favorite quotes. This episode is brought to you by the 21st Century Media Studies class at North Carolina School of Science and Math. If they don't give you a seat at the table, bring a folding chair. These are the words of Shirley Chisholm, the first black woman to seek nomination for the President of the United States as she ran as an independent after having been denied to run as a Democratic candidate. Chisholm was the kind of woman who made opportunities for herself, even when there seemed to be none. This quote sums up the traits that got Chisholm to where she was. Resilience, determination, and unwillingness to let other people's rejections stop her from doing the things that she was passionate about. No matter who you are, no matter what your goals, your dreams, and your aspirations are, This one-liner should be an inspiration to all of us, which is why it is my pick for one of the best one-liners in history. In a time where people of color were looked down upon simply due to the color of their skin, Shirley Chisholm made history when she became the first African-American woman to be elected to the United States Congress in 1968. Nicknamed Fighting Shirley, she accomplished a lot in her seven terms as a congresswoman. She introduced 50 pieces of legislation, and advocated for gender and racial equality, the plight of the poor, and ending the Vietnam War. However, Chisholm didn't stop there. In 1972, she campaigned for the nomination as the Democratic candidate for president, making history yet again as the first African-American woman to make a bid for president of the United States. As a black woman, she was subjected to racial and sexist opposition and was therefore denied the nomination for the Democratic candidate. But Chisholm did not back down. Instead, she continued her campaign, this time running as an independent. Here we get the words that became the centerpiece of this episode, which I believe are worthy of repeating. If they don't give you a seat at the table, bring a folding chair. I know I'm not alone in saying that rejection hurts. Sometimes it's easy to let the things people say or do keep us from pursuing our dreams. The fear of being rejected is like shackles. Restraining us from taking risks and weighing us down so that we're unable to reach our full potential. Instead of believing in ourselves, we let other people's opinions of us dictate how we live our lives. We let the fear of not being good enough, of not being taken seriously, dissuade us from even trying in the first place. But why should we live our lives in fear of what others may think of us? What does their rejection matter to us so much for? that we'd be willing to stop taking chances on the things that we're passionate about. Shirley Chisholm could have easily decided to give up her campaign once the Democratic Party denied her denomination to be the presidential candidate. With all the discrimination that she had to face, whether her being a woman of color, which meant twice to hate by white male politicians, her chances of getting elected did not look very promising. Yet she continued campaigning for president nonetheless. Her mind wasn't occupied by the fact that she may lose, or that there were people who didn't take her seriously. She did not let the sexist and racist things people did and said to her discourage her. She kept fighting for what she believed in until the very end. She was truly unbossed, as was her slogan for her campaign, which became her way of life. Chisholm knew that her being nominated wasn't likely. She was aware that the odds were against her from the moment she made her bid for president. But her goal wasn't just becoming the president of the United States. She was fighting for more than just herself, but for the people who would come after her. 
She was the voice for others whose voices would otherwise not be heard. She wanted to create a coalition of delegates so that she could, once she made it to the Democratic National Convention, use them to negotiate with the winning candidate in favor of the rights of women, African Americans, and Native people. At the convention, Shirley garnered 152 delegate votes, only 10% of the total votes. She had only come in fourth place while Senator George McGovern was the clear winner with 1,729 votes. Senator McGovern had no incentive to negotiate with Shirley Chisholm. That may have been the end of Chisholm's run for president, but her candidacy paved the way for future black and female candidates to continue the race and cross the finish line. Three years after Chisholm's death in 2005, Barack Obama became the first black president of the United States. Nine years after the death, after Shirley Chisholm's death, Hillary Clinton was the first woman to be nominated for one of two major parties. And even more recently, Senator Kamala Harris became the first black woman and the first South Asian American woman to become vice president of the United States. So even though she didn't become president, Chisholm's campaign was nothing short of remarkable. In this world, though we may not face the kind of discrimination that Shirley Chisholm has to face, you will all have to face rejection at one point. It will seem like the world is against us, like the door of opportunity is locked with no way to enter it. It will seem like there's nobody who believes in us, and everyone is telling us that we're not cut out for it, that we can't succeed. And the voice in our heads tries to con convince us to give up without a fight, tries to make us believe that there's no point in trying, because all there is on the other side is failure and disappointment. Then we glance longingly at the table to which we were not invited with no empty seats for us to fill and wonder, will we ever get a chance to sit there too? I have a challenge for you tonight. It won't be an easy one, but it wouldn't be a challenge without a little struggle. I want you to stop listening to the opposition. I want you to block out the voices that tell you that you aren't good enough, talented enough, strong enough, or smart enough. And I want you to go out with unwavering confidence and pursue your dreams that all that you've got. If nobody believes in you, then all you have to do is not give them a reason to doubt you. Even if it doesn't work out, don't be discouraged. Because what matters is not that we succeed all the time, but that we get back up after a failure. Here's a secret. We're only stoppable if we let ourselves be. Believe in yourself, and you can get anywhere in life. Once you believe in yourself, nobody can stop you. People can say whatever they want, but you can choose not to listen. You can choose to listen to them or to not let their words get to you. They have no control over your life. The only one holding you back is yourself. My closing words to you are this. If the door is locked, then find a way to open it. If nobody invites you to the table, then bring a folding chair and make room for yourself at the table. Make your own opportunities as Shirley did. I hope this has inspired you today, and I hope whatever you do, you keep these words in mind. And that, dear listeners, is my take on one of the best one-liners in history. Thank you for listening, and goodbye. That's it for this episode. A huge thank you from the NCSSM 21st Century Media Studies class. Come back next time for another one-liner from history.